Hey, it's the Spark of Madness. Uh, I'm Matt, and hey, Ben's back. Hey, we found you. Yeah, where'd you go, Ben? You're Where? supposed to cut me off. Oh, <laughs> see, I don't like to do that. I'm sorry. I don't okay. like to be rude. You've missed so much. Aaron has changed. He won't cut. You. He won't play to the joke. So I've changed. Yeah, and that's Aaron over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben, while you were out last week, you missed a riveting. Uh, 45 minute no, episode? No, it was, it was 40 minutes. 40 minute episode? Yeah, it was... Uh, with two people. Aaron and I talking about We Kung really Pao. got to the nitty gritty. We did. Uh, we got into it, and it was a very satisfying conversation. We're, well, we're doing a, a, an episode a little bit earlier than a week later, So, but we're five days. I'm counting it as five days that we have failed to bring... Uh, Steve Odenkirk on the show. Well, we still haven't hit a million subscribers. <laughs> no. So, Steve Odenkirk, if you're out there, we love you. We want you on the show. That's right. Did he do Dumb and Dumber? He wrote Ace Ventura. That's Ace right. Ventura. Yeah, that's right. He's a funny guy. Uh, but this week, we are doing uh, kind of maybe a throwback? my favorite, maybe this could end up being one of my favorite episodes because, uh, well, it kind of comes on the heels of uh, in anticipation of the new spider-man movie coming out uh far from home uh which is coming out this weekend but also this movie dropped on netflix came out 2018 and we're doing spider-man into the spider-verse and aaron has lifted his embargo for this so it's a big deal one last time (laughs) (laughs) i i relented on this one occasion because Matt likes it so much. Yeah. So I hope it was worth it. If you're new to this, at the very end, we'll give you our ratings. And hopefully Aaron will say that this was worth the embargo being lifted. But we'll, we'll hold off. We'll hold off. Ben, give people a brief description uh, if they haven't seen this movie. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is a 2018 American computer animated superhero film Directed by Bob Perchetti, Peter Ramsey, and Rodney Rotham. Rothman. From a screenplay by Phil Lord and Rothman, and story by Phil by Lord. The movie follows Teen Miles Morales, who becomes the Spider-Man of his reality, crossing in his path with five counterparts from another dimension to stop a threat for all realities. It grossed over 375 million worldwide against the $90 million budget. It received critical praise and won numerous awards, including Best Animation Feature at the, 19, or at the 91st Academy Awards. Very good, Ben. You're getting good Very at that. Good, yeah. I thought you might, have, you might pivot halfway through into Green Goblin voice, but... You know, oh, we have a whole show. Night's still young. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't give it away. I actually forgot about it. I did that. <laughs> uh, all right, so Aaron, yes, gut react first reactions. Uh, having just watched this movie for the very first time, lift after lifting the embargo, uh, what did you think? Ultimately, was it. I'm on pins and needles. Okay. Ultimately, it was a positive experience. I, oh. Is that uh, is that enough to say for now, or should I go further? Did you get heartburn? Uh, only when I eat cinnamon pop tarts. Oh. You ever, you ever had those before? They're so good. It, well, I, I like them. They're missing out though. Enough about pop tarts. Enough. Uh, 
So, give give me a little bit more when you say it's a positive. Like, I guess what comes to mind, given that you have stopped watching superhero movies, now all of a sudden you're going to watch one. Uh, was this different? Was it kind of the same for you? Absolutely, as super- it was like- different from other superhero movies. It, it, not like night and day, but different enough that it felt like yeah, there was plenty of uh, reason to make this movie. It was not the same as the others, and I didn't feel like I was watching the same thing over and over again. Like I usually do. Fair? Uh, well, I I absolutely think so. Given uh, people already know some, if you follow along to the post from last year, what my rating is for this movie. So was it a ten? I'm not going to spoil for this podcast, but yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love this movie. It was so good, uh, and I'd only seen it once before rewatching it over the weekend. Uh, ben, how many, is this the second time you've watched it, or had you seen it more second in between? Time. Okay. Uh, go back to the very first time you watched it. What was your instant reaction? Deer in headlights. Just silence, okay? <laughs> it was good. Right. I loved it, and I enjoyed it. Okay. I, was, I thought it was a perfect movie. What, what, I guess, what stands out to you when you say it's a perfect movie? What stands out? Well, my first reaction is this. I grew up, like, in the 90s. And I watched a lot of cartoons. And one in particular on Saturday morning was the Spider-Man um, cartoon. Not only did it remind me of that, which was that cartoon was uh, put together by the people at Marvel. So there's a lot of like pulling from the comics and stuff. And they mm-hmm. did a really good job with it. And, there, and they went to different like alternate realities and all these different things that are, like, are far out there you know, with stuff. And they would never do that in a movie. But they did it with this movie, and, it, and like, the Kingpin was the main villain in the Spider-Man. Finally, in the, yeah, in the Spider-Man cartoons, even though he's the main villain in uh, Daredevil too. But um, but it reminded me a lot of the charm of the Spider-Man cartoon in the '90s that I thought was one of the best cartoons. Do you say it's like, the way you're describing it, which I think this movie <laughs> it applies to this movie, is that the uh, sort of like when you take like these dampening like i'm thinking of a superhero where they have these like power dampening things it just like genericizes the move like this goes into kind of weird weird places that the old cartoon used yeah so it did that but but the old cartoon wasn't that funny it was kind of real serious. It was pretty serious. I, I think, but this it, is hilarious. I think the the, <laughs> uh, the most hilarious. the clearest the clearest uh, way to describe it, and I, I love the original Spider-Man movies too. But the the best way I think to describe the differences is what they did with Green Goblin, who's like a si- very small minor part in this, but they made him this like huge well, flying monster well, thing. You know why they did that though is because that's not the, that's not our Green Goblin. Right. I know. Yeah. I, and, I, I, and, the, and I think he existed in the comic books too. Yeah, I yeah. guess what I'm saying though is that they were willing to take they're willing this, to shake it up. Yeah, like this uh, this uh metal suit human version that is on a space uh, like a flying thing in the originals. They're going to use like a actual flying dragon lizard guy in this movie, yeah. which I think is kind of cool that they and they kick off the movie that way, and they don't explain it. They're just like, yeah. we're already in it, and you already know that's Green Goblin. Like you get mm-hmm. it. He calls uh, him Norman. We get it. Yeah, and they did the Kingpin perfectly. Who was the voice of Kingpin? I don't uh, know. It's the guy from it's uh, oh my God. Leif Schreiber, Leif Schreiber. Oh, uh, can you? He's uh, gosh. The guy, he has a show on Showtime. He's the hairy, 
the guy in the Wolverine movie. Why can't I think of his name? He's like Wolverine's arch nemesis. Sabretooth? Oh, Sabretooth. He's, he's, Sabre... he's the voice like he's the voice he's of like the, the uh... he's the latter Sabretooth. So he's the voice mm. he's also the voice of the uh like the uh Manchurian candidate. He's yeah. in that too. But he's also he's also in the Omen remake. Is he? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I, I know. Think, I haven't seen that. One. But he's the HBO voice yeah. for like all the specials. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, well, he really changed his Ray voice. Donovan. God, that was it. He really Thank changed you. his voice a lot. Yeah. Now, uh, on the subject of voice, uh, can you clear up a suspicion for me? Uh, was Nick Cage the noir Spider Man? Yes. Yes, okay. he was. Thought so. Yeah, and it's perfect. Uh, and then John Mulaney was. Uh, Peter Porker, Spider Ham. John Spider-Ham. Mulaney. John Mulaney. Yeah. yeah. Can someone remind me who that is? He's a comedian. Okay. He's stand up. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Chris Pratt, right? Chris Pine was Chris the Pine very was the first, first Spider Man. Oh, and the thanks. guy. I thought Johnson. he did a good job. Yeah. Whoever that was. And their voices are similar enough that you mm-hmm. couldn't tell, but like, it's pretty funny. You mean uh, Dumpy Spider Man was a different voice? Mm-hmm. It sounded so similar. Yeah. It is a completely different voice. Huh. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Which I think is, is cool. Um, Plus he was blonde. So I also think this is really well written. This is really well put together. Uh, I don't know how, how long it take them to make this movie. I know that they I mean, were in years, R&D for the art style for like a year before they even started making I mean, the movie. Yeah, they patented it. I'm sure it was a while. So I, the, think it, I think it said they started because uh, it was Chris Miller and Phil Lord. And then ultimately Phil Lord wrote the story in the screenplay. Uh, but the two of them... Uh, Claudio with a chance meatballs and what was that other he they did the show uh, last man on earth I thought that show was great last man on earth they also did the history show on MTV that was animated what? I am drawing a blank on Any, anyways but they are they're very funny and have an eye for animation they were writing it together I think it said in like 2014 well you can they t- like, it, you they one okay so we talk about in humor let's just talk about humor uh, a lot of movies and uh, just rift and like it's funny when they're talking about it, but they don't even use the camera, you know, and the me- the, the medium of film f- for it. But they do it a lot. They they understand the, the humor in the film of how to use cuts and whatnot to, to make it. But like my, one of my favorite examples of that in this movie, when he, when he's at this like he's trying to take the first jump for the first time and he's going up the stairs and the hero music is swelling yeah. and it gets real big and then it cuts and he's like walking down the stairs and there's this visual there's no dialogue. and then outside yeah. they show him I think they then show him going back up when he picks the, the very small, obviously smaller building, building yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was I, that was well done because you don't always have to throw in a snarky comment no and it's yeah. funny like visual and also also like the like the fact that he I don't know where these files are, so I'm taking the whole computer. And he's like, you, yeah. know, like, you just take you, good, good news. You just we don't need the monitor. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, ben, are you telling me that the files are in the computer? It's, no, it just <laughs> it's just a funny thing. <laughs> it's, like it's a funny concept of try, like uh, uh, like the trope of all spy movies where they're trying to get something. And, and it's like their fire desktop's a mess. I don't know where. Yeah, it is. yeah he's, he's <laughs> yeah. They, he's like, clean up your desktop, <laughs> like, he's, lady. And he's yeah. like, just takes it. And one and one one line I think probably Aaron probably would have loved was the and I, I just I just watched it yesterday yesterday and I, I forgot about this line and he's and, and uh, Spider Ham says 
that's all, folks. And he goes, can yeah. You, can you say that legally? Yeah. Is that yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. we're getting sued? Can you say that legally? <laughs> they broke the fourth wall. No, the, what I liked was him handing the hammer to Miles and being like, "It fits in your pocket." <laughs> <laughs> can you float on a <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The scent yeah. of a pie? Can you, can you float in the air with the smell of the pie? <laughs> He's like John Mulaney's funny given the right circumstances. Otherwise, terrible. <laughs> well, like he had his own show once that wasn't very good. Bond, yeah. Was it the Mulaney Variety Hour? <laughs> I think it was. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I Ch- think Shalaney Delaney. <laughs> was he Scottish? <laughs> <laughs> I'm old Shalaney Delaney. <laughs> you get back in your cage. <laughs> I'll hit you in my Shalaney. I'm John Matt Mulaney. Get us on track. <laughs> Um, turdy, 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 turdy. I do think this movie, uh, I guess this is where I'll go with this, is the best across the board, <laughs> the best version of, the best visualization of comic books that has happened before. Uh, yeah, sure. Agreed. I agree. Yeah. I see no reason to disagree. No, I think it, I, I mean, mean it's perfect. It's the a way perfect, it's a perfect blend of what a comic book and a movie together. Yep. With the with the thought bubbles, even that was humorous. Like so clever. And the little like uh, motion lines they would add in, or the like the, look, the ink bagel, dots, like in the yeah, bagel. Yeah, the ink dots. Yeah. Um, the way that yeah, the way they shaded it with half tone. The one. And, so uh, the, this reminds the one failed attempt of that is um, the first Hulk movie. Yeah, and, and there are parts of that that I that are pretty cool. Yeah, but it just didn't work. Yeah, compared to this movie, it, yeah. it was more of an experiment. This and, was uh, like a yeah. ho- holistic. The way they they didn't overdo the 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 idea of adding in the thought bubbles and the words and all that. They didn't overdo it. No. They they spaced it out. They put it in the right moments. They didn't. It was almost like so subtle, but like when you think of it as a whole or in a given scene, it always textures everything because mm-hmm. of how they uh, worked it in so seamlessly that at the start, it's kind of like, oh, that's kind of cool. But then at the, it's like the whole time they're kind of working it in um, in very like specific parts to heighten what what you're watching. I mean, as far as the, the comic book shading thing goes, uh, I would say that some of this movie doesn't go far enough, at least for my taste. Because sometimes it's very subdued, and sometimes yeah. it's way in your face, and I don't think that's a problem. I'm just saying that maybe there were a couple of shots where they could have gone further. That's I like the combined like the explosions weren't like they were like more uh, graphic art. They had a lot explosion. of like just straight two D, and like, that's why like flat. the two D characters yeah. like the right. Spider Ham and the the Spider Girl or the whatever. Her you mentioned the fire the robot, ben. the anime. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. fire. You're absolutely right. They did it as a, a very two D effect, but. Like, what bothered me, there, there was one thing in this movie that bothered me visually, and it was when they were doing smoke. It was just realistic smoke. And I was like, that doesn't I thought the, the environment looked good, though. Yes, it did. Even though that was more realistic. Like, I thought this was the best representation of New York to me. Because I've been in New York. You know what I mean? This is the best representation of New York. Mm-hmm. It felt like it, like the the very beginning when they're, you know, establishing the world. It felt like New York. And, mm-hmm. the, like, all the voice actors were great. Yeah, they the were dad was great. great. The uncle was great. Like the, yeah. it was believable, but it was still funny. Yeah, uh, the the relationship between each character worked. Even like the the the, the you know the the four other uh, Spider the other Spider Man characters. Yeah, the three one the three ones that are not in that much. Yeah, you cared about them, and they and, and but they told enough to to know. Like sure, they, yep. they weren't in for that long, but it was perfectly. 
put together there. Yeah, they each, everybody had kind of a, like, there's no waste. I don't think there's any wasted time in the movie. And, and like, you know even, like, the moments where they're trying to build, like, they obviously realize they're mostly comedic relief, but also reinforcing the multiverse thing. Uh, like they don't waste time on but it, but everybody they, was comedic they know. relief, which, which is crazy. Well, yeah, for, like, except for yeah, everybody was funny in it. But, uh, <laughs> I just remembered the Rubik's cube. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm taking it, this. It's like, is it purple or is it? Yeah, he's guessing. I don't understand it yet. But he I did know. a good job. Like he, yeah. Did. yeah, Nick Cage. I told, I keep telling people, Nick Cage is good if you direct him well. Absolutely, absolutely. There's a movie called um, Tesk that he's in. He plays a. Secret Service agent. There's that, a fabulous film called mm. uh, Wicker Man. We were talking about Mandy right before the show started. Oh. Um, um, the other thing that makes it such a good comic movie to me is that um, the animators, huh? No, I'm sorry. The uh, is the action sequences. Like this movie has the better like action and uh, like fight scenes and the chore- choreography and the the because. They can do whatever they want is part of it. They have more control. And they can allow for more things to happen that it doesn't look ridiculous because everything's animated in this very stylized way. uh, I I think these are better than just about any of the other And because uh, it's so stylized, it it sidesteps looking silly. Right. It's Um, it's almost like a, (laughs) you can't catch me, I'm a comic book. Which I I think is a good thing, ultimately, because it means they can go hog wild. Yeah, and I'm I'm imagining I'm it's not an action sequence, but the scene where he <laughs> no pun intended, they actually put a, a a hog in it. You know, I really didn't intend a pun, but now I see the pun. Uh, yeah, huh. good sniper. Because it, like you wouldn't think that would work, what? like having those other characters in there that are like blatantly totally well, different. I mean, with the multiverse thing, I I can easily yeah, forgive but like, it. But a lot of movies wouldn't take that risk. I have expected no, uh, like it, since I I. It's, it's during the Guardians movie, the I was expecting, I was almost expecting a, a Spider-Man, Avengers Spider-Man to show up at some point. I think there was talk, someone told me, that they were going to have all the Spider-Mans come in at one point from, that we know, the Tom Holland, uh, Andrew Garfield, and, um, oh. what's his name? Toby? Toby. Toby. All being there. That would have been funny. I, I wouldn't I, have thought it was dumb. I But see, technically, technically, the Spider-Man that... That the fat out of shape Spider Man is our Tobey Maguire, right? Spider-Man. Ah. See, I yeah. What I loved about this movie is that it was almost uh, pretty much entirely independent of yes. all the other things in Marvel's like and plans the self-contained. And the yeah, the only thing that they reference to me, I think this is the perfect superhero movie. It's like the antidote to all the overkill. Uh, like it kind of felt like that of just uh, inundated with superhero movies all the time. This was like. The like jolt, the adrenaline shot, Pulp Fiction. That it simultaneously felt like, here we're gonna give you fresh new stuff, uh, while almost like admitting like we're kind of sick of the pe- like the when they showed the Spider Man three dancing, mm-hmm. or like yeah we don't talk about that. Uh, I and, talk about it. I love them. And then the uh, they had the line about with great power comes. They only said it one time, I think, and he got cut off. And he's like, don't you finish that? Like no, this is a new movie. Uh, but it also was still somehow, like, at the same time, well, trying to be totally different, like, made me so nostalgic for just comic books and super, like, for some reason it captured all of that for me, like, in a way that none of the other movies are doing anymore. Uh, that made me appreciate uh, why I liked it at the first, why 
comic book comic book movies in the first place, but also even all the other Marvel movies that aren't overkill or like I'm sick of. For some somehow this movie like just resolved all of it for More me. More importantly, this is a subjective thing to say, sure, but to me it felt like the people making this movie actually wanted to make this movie and it wasn't just an obligation. Mm-hmm. That's and what it, I was, got and it wasn't someone looking over their head saying don't paint out of the lines. <laughs> <laughs> they went out of the lines a lot in this. I know. There was lots of color stripping. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> that clearly is a blue. Two is a blue. <laughs> you know it's true because it rhymes. Paint by numbers, boy. <laughs> That's what a lot of those Marvel How do you screw like. up a frozen pizza? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you guys think of... Um, so ben was mentioning all the different character dynamics. I guess, is there anything kind of specific? Because I thought this movie did an origin story without, you like, know. almost without telling you it was an origin story. Like, it just kind of happened. I, uh, I, I could have done. Go ahead. I, I was, ex- knowing nothing about this movie, I was expecting it to kind of throw us in where Miles is already Spider-Man. And I didn't get that. And I was a little disappointed. But it, it's it's not bad. I'm just sick of origin stories. That's all. Yeah. A black Spider-Man? Yeah, he's been in the comics yeah, for years. I know. I know. I just wanted. <laughs> I belong to, say, to a certain society. <laughs> I just wanted. To, I just wanted to do this, the blazing saddle. <laughs> that's all. That's all. I'm doing. Uh, you know, that's all I wanted. To do. <laughs> I mean, I think even though it was like they showed, and it's like a very familiar gets bitten by a spider, and it's a little bit different. I think that's what um, this whole movie ultimately was about was showing the repetitiveness of it that like it's the same in each universe kind of and that uh i mean the thing about spider-man is he's he's not like uh he gets granted powers but he's like a normal kid uh Mm -hmm. and he has like normal kid that that's the the kind of allure of his whole i also thought it was cool when the beginning when they killed spider-man like the like we get a taste of what the world would find out whose identity is after the fact like that, yeah. that loss. Also, it sets I thought things that was up. Cool. So it, it, more importantly to me is that it makes uh, the superheroes not invulnerable. We actually know that they can die. Mm-hmm. So each like punch stakes every time. Each mm-hmm. time someone gets punched by a uh, big boy Kingpin. Uh, Kingpin, I know his name. I just I blanked. Uh, it feels like it could be trouble can, for them. We can call him Big Boy from now on if you want. <laughs> I think that's a restaurant chain. I, I shouldn't go yeah. there. I mean, his. It, it, we haven't even mentioned his character design. Talk about a risk to go with something co- so... Like, I, I wouldn't ridiculous. call it a risk. No, I would call he, it... He looks uh, like that a lot in the comic book. Well, bit. he's... He, let's just say it. He's comically oversized. Yeah. And that was pun intended. Yeah. Uh, and I enjoyed it a lot because... Okay, this is going to be a big art thing for me. This movie is so heavily stylized that uh, it made me happy because you get a lot more you, you get a lot more mileage out of expressions and being able to stretch things around, squash things. Stylization creates more character a lot, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and it allowed for much more expressive stuff. It, so, what that was the didn't frame rate they used there? It was a mix, which yeah. is partly what bothers me. So there was like the stop motion feel to it. And then it was like almost smooth at sometimes, right? It changes here and there, but for the most part, uh, m- like the camera motions seem to be at full frame rate, and then the character motions seem to be at half that. Interesting. Which bothers me, but 
I know that it's fine. It was more of a creative <laughs> choice that you just didn't like. Well, it, no, I'm, I'm, I could go either way on it. I just it, well, sometimes I, mean, I thought it, it was weird looking. Yeah. Other times I thought it looked great. But it, maybe it's just something I need to adjust to. I'm trying to look at the '90s cartoon. Because when you mix frame rates, it it it, it kind of it can go wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't know that this movie did anything wrong. It's just that it was a lot to take in. Well, if I'm just because we're kind of towards the end, we're here, not done yet. What I guess if you had to pick You're anything, not going anywhere, if you had to pick man. something that would be a flaw or something that stands out, is, is there anything? What would you What would you say? <sighs> Uh, mainly that uh, what you have some sequences where I, I've already mentioned this. I, I think they could have gone further in some areas. You have some sequences where the stylization is so over the top that it's. I, I think it's great. It's fun to look at. It expresses a lot, and it's different from every other movie. Like do you, rant incoming. <laughs> a long, long Three, time ago. Two. Went one. Okay, rant go. A long time ago, when CGI movies were more of a novelty and they weren't coming out all the time, you didn't have to worry about every movie looking the same. And now that uh, pretty much every studio just adopts the Pixar uh, method, it's very samey all the time, and everything is so dull. Mm -hmm. It looked good long ago, but now everything looks the same. I'm bored. And this movie dares to break the mold. And bravo! Exactly, and I thought of watching it too recently. It reminds me of treating animation like art, an art piece, like Disney did, and back in the day they weren't know. painting by numbers, as you said. No, they, they, were, they tried something. They were, let's explore the medium. Mm-hmm. They were going to do something different. Let's try to know. be artistic for like, once. Yeah. Let's invent. They, I mean, not well, that other studios aren't inventing stuff, no, but they invented no, but like animation to, to come they, to they, create the look they did. They did, and what, what, remember that paper. Uh, Paper Man uh, short that yeah. Disney did. Mm-hmm. That oh, looked yeah. great. Yeah. And there was talks about doing a whole feature movie about that, but they never did. It's like, well, they, maybe they still will. But, but would have messed it up. Just do it. Do it. Do a whole movie like that. It's a cool. Oh, I guess if, you're, if your argument is to do the. I like. Not Spider Man. I'm talking about like their own movie. Like, yeah, any, take the any risk. Old movie. Like, Disney oh, yeah. didn't take the risk. Oh, yeah. Nope. Oh, yeah. We're going to paint by numbers. Mm-hmm. We're going to re release the old classics. Yeah. yeah. And the thing about this is. It's an art it, piece. It has, yeah. It here's how I would put it. It's, it's, it's like Snow White. It feels like it has soul. Mm-hmm. Feel me on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, used to be, you could tell who made a movie by looking at it because we had differences. Like, for example, I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're smelling <laughs> what I'm stepping in. DreamWorks early on had more of a realistic look to it, and and um, Blue Sky, the guys who did Ice Age. They went way heavy on the squashing the rub, and stretching. The rubber ear, yeah. yeah, and then Pixar was kind of somewhere in between. You could sort of pick out who was making what. Now everything looks the same, and then we get this, and it makes me happy. Well, ever since DreamWorks did uh, computer entered the computer animation world, I think it kind of they were trying to copy Pixar. Where before, like they didn't. Well, they do it now, I would say. But well, early on, they they Shrek, were pretty different. Shrek was very Pixar, right? I don't know. It was Ants wasn't. Ants was a little dark. I, Shrek was I, I wouldn't class it as a, a Pixar ripoff, but no, but but this is the same studio that could have done Popeye. Yes, I'm still you know mad mean? about that. Well, they're the collab. Yeah, they yeah. could have done Popeye. They're good. They I dropped like their Popeye animation. for the the emoji movie. No, mm. they could have done Popeye, but they I'm they, seething. Yeah, 
Seething. Yeah. So I, I let Once that, in a while, Sony does something good. I led that question with what's a flaw, potential flawed. We ended up like. Uh, I, I said that they didn't go f- not far enough okay. with the art style. And I was going to say, the, the one part that stood out to me was actually the very end when it came to the over stylization was the end the very end fight scene where they're in the collider zone. And it, it felt was... just all always abstract behind them. Yeah. Uh, I had no problem with I that. I kind of liked that, though. I had no issue. I, see, I, I thought, about I thought it was too. kind of like a... Cop-out? It was a li- not a cop-out, but when it's like all of a sudden they're in this room. It, like, I lost sense of the scope of what was happening. That and where, I think that's The space okay. they were in and... I, that was the intention, but I don't you're know really if it's the focused intention. on the characters, which yeah. is fine. That's but, exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. It lets you focus on what matters. Yeah, mm-hmm. which uh, which I get. But uh, there were a couple shots in there where it was like, oh, they're on this thing, and all of a sudden you look over, and somehow his dad had wandered into the building. The building's not connected to anything anymore, but he's just kind of floating there. Mm-hmm. It, there were a couple like kind of like w- weird shots that up until that point I ha- I didn't even think about. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I can think of. Well, one thing that... one thing I I like and I dislike at the same time. I guess this is a problem. One of my biggest uh, things I love about the Rocketeer was that he was fumbling around trying to figure out how to fly a like a jetpack. And I thought that was realistic and kind of funny mm-hmm. and then it did the same thing with miles Ness. like he just really did he was awkward mm-hmm. you know trying to do all these things and fumbling around yes and then he figures it out which i like at the end but he figures it out so quickly at the end at the very end oh just because he just his had extra powers you mean the extra powers mm-hmm. which i like that too because that's the payoff too that we get too but but like he was he's perfect you knew, knew exactly what to do. Well, no, and I it, like that, but didn't build. It, it came immediately after that really emotional scene where his dad, dad. On, yeah, where they did the split. I guess. And yeah. So well, it couldn't have happened too fast because he had time to make that new suit. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and I like that. I like that. The song build up into when you see the new suit, and then he jumps off the building mm-hmm. upside down, and then you see him swinging around. I'm getting goosebumps. I've got goosebumps right now. It was Thinking good. Of it. Like, it was good. Oh. Even like Kingpin's motivation and uh, emotional connection yeah. that you had. Yeah. They miss his, his family. family. Yep. You know? And the, the thing is, I watched the Spider-Man cartoons so much that I knew, like, I knew all this stuff. And I think that's why I, I liked it, too. Hmm. Um, I don't have a lot of bad things to say no, about this movie, I, Matt. I, I, all right. Uh, do you want to do our ratings, then? I even think the one thing that is the most glaring is the, the anime girl. But she worked. It was so funny. Yeah. And I always think of you... Cause you love animes, yeah. And she's like, it shows the underneath the thing, and she's eating her snacks. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. totally hysteric. like they they obviously knew what they were doing. I don't dislike anime. I own one or two. <laughs> oh, I don't dislike it. I'm saying like, it, like yeah. it no, worked, I'm just saying, what am I, chopped liver? Well, and they and they also just like with Spider Ham, they kind of adapted the animation style whenever they did like a solo mm. cutscene for them. Right. Uh, Good stuff. Yeah, and so they had. They blended a lot of different types for this movie, and that scene was funny. Like yeah. this, the little things like that is like is brilliant to me. Yeah, there's a lot They're of like, like going together, little details, like little moments that they like. It's uh, it's well thought out. Yeah, which I think because it's an animation, because they had more freedom probably too. Mm-hmm. Um, they took their time and figure out like it's like you, movies are made so they quickly. They didn't rush now. it. They didn't rush. It. They took their time. And if they did it really fast, they did a good job. I don't know which happened. Well, they put a lot of time in the story, and that's why Pixar always has a good, you know, 
slate of movies is because they take their time in writing the stories and yeah. figuring out. Like, we had to animate all this stuff, mm-hmm. so we don't have the lecture. It's, not, it's, not, it's expensive to do all this stuff, so we had to really put a lot of production and pre-planning. Yeah, sure. Uh, Which they don't do much anymore in movies. They do, but not really. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of crunch. Well, there's a lot of that, and there's also like, oh, we got the, the reshoots. And they're counting, and they and that's a normal thing. We'll they plan for the yeah. reshoots. Yeah, now. And it never used to be. Well, like you they'll I th- like X Men, the new X Men Dark Phoenix. I guess they just redid the entire ending. Like they they did a bunch of re- it, and like that. When we think of reshoots, it's sometimes like, oh, we got to fix that little flub or yeah. that line isn't working as well or it was confusing so let's change or let's add a scene because uh people aren't following now it's like remake 20 minutes of the movie real quick yeah. because that is not you know, sustainable like it's it, it's entire it's in like entire surgery you so. want to crash the movie industry that's yeah. how you do it all right uh who ratings? wants to go first let's do our ratings okay uh i can go first if you like or why, why don't i go first because people know mine okay go, yeah go for it so uh I gave this a 10 out of 10. Uh, even the like little things, nitpicking just because we have to, it's like not, it's negligible to me. Um, for me, like I said, this movie is like the antidote to all of the like ugh, more super, more agreed, stuff. Agreed, agreed. Um, but I love, I think, and we already mentioned how it's like for me the perfect encapsulation of not just the comic book art style, but like why we like that stuff. That it has like the escapism stuff, but also. The whole multiverse thing, it's not only are all of the characters, you know how much I like characters with good arcs. Like each one has like a little thing. Like one, each one has like a, a thing. Like that no, Noah, I love his arc. Yeah. Uh, one of, every, two of everything. Uh, no, but like even <laughs> Gwen State, like the things that they bring in with their like yeah. origin stories and the reasons they're so, uh, like their loss. Each one comes into it with loss that impacts their character that then they they work through by the end of the movie what i like so much about this with the multiverse thing is that with superhero comics it's like i connect with this superhero because that could be me like sometimes like a lot of people especially when you're younger you're like oh i want to be that person with spider-man and these it's like they basically acknowledge like all all of these people have their own like little origin stories that uh it's what it's the like almost normal part that what makes you unique is what like the the catchphrase is what makes you different is what makes you Spider-Man. And I think like all of that, how it all wove in together, I liked. And they did a good job with that. But very, I also think much. that's in the nature of Spider-Man himself. That's why he's a popular character is because he's not a millionaire. He's not a super like he's still vulnerable. He's not like Superman. Right. But, but he's just and he has his real life. Right, and that's why he's so relatable. And they did that well in the first two movies, and they did that well in the but, comic books. But then stuff. they show all these different iterations of the same kind of template, which I think is so like you can connect to that like even more. I think. Uh, well, I connected the most to Spider Ham. You did, yes, because Ben is a ham. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I loved. That's I, great. I thought every art, uh, story, character, everything, music, everything about it. Ten. Ben, before you give your rating, we have someone else named Ben in the comments saying, uh, "Where's your Spider-Man T-shirt, Ben?" I oh think you. I think you failed somebody. Oh my God! I don't have one. <laughs> I, I outgrew it. <laughs> He's called you out specifically. <laughs> it's probably somebody I know. There's a Ben okay. on Ben action. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. A, is this your 
alternate reality person. Who is this? <laughs> Who is this man? What sort of devil is he to yeah. have me caught in a trap and toes? Tell me to change my Spider-Man While shirt. You're, I well, need to get one. Tell me to change okay. my tea. Do you want to go next? I'm sorry I don't have yeah. a Spider-Man shirt. Yeah. Whoever you are. Anywho. Keep watching. Um, I give it a 9 out of 10 or 9.5 out of 10. It was pretty good. Done. Fair. <laughs> no, 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 I thought, uh, you know, like I said before, the way they it was well thought out. It was it was definitely a crafting kind of movie. It's it was definitely like an art piece it, to me. It felt more like uh, they weren't just uh, no. It's slapping something. It's together. the reason I love Jim Henson. It's the reason I love Walt Disney. Is you know that it, like it wasn't commercially driven. The soul factor. No. Yes. All right. Not commercially. That's a great point, Aaron. Hmm. How to rate this movie? Because I really enjoyed it, <laughs> and I would even go as far as to say that I would watch it again. <gasps> oh. Me too. I'm gonna yeah. watch it again. Because uh, there was a lot to take in. I might have missed a few things. Uh, now you guys have given it very high ratings, nine and ten. Those are incredible ratings. Yeah. I will. I will not poo-poo your ratings, yeah. but I respect this movie uh, so much that I will rate it on par with. The big dogs, and I will give it a seven. Not because I think it's a bad movie, but I don't think that the story does anything that's too amazing. It's it's the story's not bad; it's just not groundbreaking. Know what I mean? Yeah, mm. but, but it works though. It, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So when I rate this with the big dogs, like Godfather, I come up with like a oh, seven. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to give a, a very objective view. Mm. <laughs> He's rating with the big dogs. <laughs> the big dogs. You, so, the, uh, so like you're doing what Matt go to, does, not, go to not the way we do it. Like I'm rating. I'm not rating. If I'm gonna rate with the big dogs, well, they, it's they, up there. Yeah, it's up there. I'm rating. I'm rating it with the big dogs. Okay, okay that's I, fine. Like, I'm not saying your rating's bad. But I still love the first Spider-Man movie. I it's love that so movie. Good. It's Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And again, and again, If and you again. waited until the very end of the episode for The Voice. <laughs> Virginia. <laughs> uh, all right, so next week, uh, I'm not going to be here. Uh, Spider-Man. You guys are still kind of sorting it out. We're I doing something involving bears, I yeah. think. I think we might do the Care Bears uh, Adventure in Wonderland. <laughs> you know. Yes, I think that's, a, that's our type of thing. Yeah, classic. it's a classic uh, TV special. Yeah. Uh, cartoon so featuring the Care Bears in Wonderland. <laughs> so definitely tune in for that. Uh, I will this is no not, joke. Though. I will not be no here. We're, we're going to do the Care Bears in Wonderland. Yeah. Where yeah. are my socks? All right. <laughs> tune in next week for what is it? Care Bears in Wonderland? Care Bears in Wonderland. Care Bears Adventure in Wonderland. All right. Perfect. Until next time. All right.